Welcome, beautiful people, to another episode of The City Gents. We welcome you. If it's good morning for you, good morning. If it's good evening for you, good evening. You're going to hear some great stories about dating, um, how we date, uh, dating advice. And also, you're going to hear the first time I ever had an encounter with Santiago and Craig Mack. This is King Javon. I hope you enjoy the episode. This poor gal we used to go to school with, she got the uh, she got that real thing. She got the, the hurt. Ooh. Yeah, so fine. Why date somebody with the STD? Hmm? Like, Would we? I think somebody, yeah, that had a past one. Like you, just, like Craig said, I know you said she was still having that thing, um, Pat. But could y'all date somebody that had it, or like even somebody that had like HIV or whatever else? Could y'all date somebody? Oh, no, not okay. the hip. Okay, those are two different things. So let's no, but let's, I'm just, yeah, let's contract it. <laughs> so if it's a curable one and they don't have it, what does it matter? I agree. What about you, Greg? I mean, they've had one. Yeah, had one, but do not currently have it. Okay, cool. They ain't going to get it from me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, when I first met y'all two, one of the things that, like, did come up... um, Cold source? Yeah, the cold... Oh, I remember this guy. Go ahead. I I remember, too. (laughs) No, it wasn't cold source. Remember I said that she also contracted it, like, from a cold sore down there. Mm-mm. Craig, I I'll let you take this. I went. Craig Mack, I'm gonna let you take this one. That's not how it went, brother. <laughs> that is not how it went. We were playing Uno or something, and you're telling us a story about this shorty, and y'all were like about to do something, and like you got back and saw she had a cold sore, and you're like, wait, is that? Is that a cold sore or is that herpes? And she's like, "Oh yeah, I just have a cold sore." Ooh. And you're like, "But that's herpes." <laughs> yeah, like, I, was, no. I don't even really no, remember no, how it went, but y'all, it's herpes. I refresh my memory. So, so and then so uh, also like, we're trying to explain to you. Oh yeah, there is herpes simplex, simplex one and two. One and two. Uh, we were trying right, to explain to you the difference and that a lot of people contract the first one and it's not always sexually and it's just cold sores it, yeah. it, 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 i think it's, i left out the fact that she and i told y'all that later i was like yeah it must have been oh, later if you told us yeah i told y'all that at a later date i remember i told y'all but not then yeah. now I remember. Wait, told us what wait what what told us what that she that she the cold sore ended up somehow like she was dealing with somebody who got a cold had a cold sore they ate her out and then she ended up getting the two but it's just the one. I can't remember right now. So one no, she, had is, a, she had both, like upstairs and downstairs? Had, yes, but it came from the cold sore. <laughs> Somebody, you know, quote unquote, like, it, since it's a form of herpes, they ate her out while they had a cold sore, and then she ended up getting it, like. Uh, so that's unfortunate. what happened, yeah, and what would have happened if they would have, which this is on, on this, not so much on her completely. Yeah. Um, you know, but this is when you got to be honest and have those conversations that a lot of people don't have. Right. right. It's difficult to ask somebody, is somebody, and then it, it becomes like, how much privacy is that person allotted? I agree. But, um, but, um, with that, I think what happened with her, unfortunately, is somebody had an outbreak mm-hmm. and, and that they had the outbreak in their mouth, and instead of, and that's when you're most contagious, especially with her place, herpes simplex too. And mm-hmm. then they ate her out, which she contracted it there. She probably already had the first one, um, but she contracted it um, down there, 
down there. So that I think that's what she was trying to explain to you is that yeah, somebody at first I was like all like I don't know if I would ever do this. I can't deal with this. So with you gentlemen, I know y'all kind of like talk to me a lot about it. We kind of like share a little bit. But would you all gentlemen be able to deal like if somebody told you all that they have stuff, how do we get to a point where we are like you just said Pat, having those conversations if, so, if somebody does have something that like i don't know, like herpes or something like that uncurable how, how do we get to a point where somebody shares that because there has been a lot of things like i've seen some stuff like and read some stuff even people getting arrested now because they were purposely like given infecting like, infecting people because they were like angry at like men or men were angry at women for them being hurt and stuff yeah like so how do we get to a place of communicating like if somebody does have something, that's hard because everybody people probably wait like if they until they build a bond with somebody. Do you feel like it's somebody's responsibility to tell them at the beginning they was talking to somebody, or should they be able to hold that back? First or second date? Yeah, I would say probably the second. Um, that's a little heavy for the first. Uh, yeah, but... You might just be wasting your time. Like if you tell them on the first date, then it's like, oh, like, but well, then what are we doing? And then on the yeah. second, you at least know if you enjoy their company or not, and you're, right. you're on a second date. And, and then they can push past it. And that's exactly why I think like the second um, date would be best because you you allowed yourself to go in with more of an open mind to that. Prior to again, if somebody comes with you with some heavy like that up front, it doesn't matter how much of a good time you've had. It's a lot of it's hard for a lot of people to kind of disassociate. Like, oh, this person has this, but I really enjoy this person's company. Right. Right. And it doesn't make them bad people, but some people just suck. And if you suck at being a person and you're like a like a douchebag or something and you got some of that stuff, <laughs> like yeah. I, you don't deserve it. <laughs> exactly. But exactly. ain't nobody finna make no concessions for you. <laughs> but then right. I agree with you. I agree with y'all completely. I mean there could be a conversation. <laughs> so what about if somebody doesn't you know, I know I'm talking about that, but what if somebody chooses like th- nowadays a lot of people are getting to a point where they want like celibacy in relationships or some people are like i want to have sex and things like that like do you think that's a deal breaker in a relationship look i'm gonna tell you all from experience right now <laughs> look girl i'm talking to i don't think she's like pure but i think very inexperienced and like it almost seems like she thinks it's like a privilege for me to earn to have to like to get to kiss you. I'm like, look, you got one more of them, and I'm gonna just let you out my car. <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's like, I, I don't know. Like, like, I, I just don't understand it personally. I think. Yeah. So for me, it's not a deal breaker because. It's just not. At the same token, though, I do agree with Craig Mott to the extent where it shouldn't be looked at as like, oh, this is a it's a privilege for you to, you know, be able to kiss me. And I'm not saying everybody thinks like that. When I say everybody, this is true for men and women, because I've seen it on both sides. Um, And it's okay. It's okay to have a, a certain value of yourself. That's not what I'm saying. But when you make it seem like you just are like your stuff don't stink and you just high and mighty, that's that's a that's a turnoff, at least for me. I can't speak for everybody else, but that's a turnoff for me. It's like, what 
what I, I should be it's a privilege for me to be kissing you right you know what i'm saying and so like i don't know like i like i say if you want to wait that's fine if you're not trying to rush into that like all that stuff but i mean a kiss that's that, that's about a high five to me <laughs> exactly it's, i mean come on yeah, i've been on a date once like where somebody was like i don't kiss on the first date and i was like okay that's okay but then they were like maybe on a second date and i was like but you let me like touch your hand, you let me touch your waist, everything else, like okay. Like I was like, we weren't planning on like having sex or anything, but then I was like, everybody's like values on like kissing or hugging or intimacy, I guess, in that form in their mind is differently. But yeah, I don't agree with And I think way. that's part of what's going on with uh with old girl. But it's just I, I don't like it. Not because of like no power dynamic, but that I'm feeling. But I just think that she thinks that she's like holding that card. Well, yeah, that, like that, that's this. yeah, kind of it. It, 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 it kind of is a power dynamic if it's like she's holding a card. If that's how you've seen it, but it's not in the sense of control. No, I guess like, in your huh. So like I ain't over here sweating about it. No, I know you're not. <laughs> I, I know you're not. I know you will, bro. You definitely not sweating about it. But you just like okay <laughs> like this is new for me this is right. different so, do i feel that like i know you just said the power dynamic has changed do you how did we get to a stage where you feel like this whole power dynamics has changed as far as like like people like wanting to hold back and kissing or or hold back from like having sex do you think that there's been like a shift in like the dynamics or something of the control or what do you think it is or did, i'll let you talk first <laughs> i was gonna say let me get that <laughs> I think first it's it's either immaturity because of like wanting to have that over your, like your partner or potential partner, or mm-hmm. it's got something more to do with like like a moralistic uh, like standpoint that they're doing that from, like the ninety day rule or something like that. Yeah, which and, and that's kind of that's kind of uh, the you know, you know, the, the, the hard part to decipher sometimes, is it somebody is because somebody's morals or is because they like holding that card because whatever the be, everything, I mean, let's just call it spade a spade being so sexualized as it is now, you know, people use that as, as currency um, and essentially in different ways, or they use it as a control. Do I think everybody use it as a control aspect? No, no. I, I mean, I don't know everybody on earth, so I can't make it ignorant claim like that. Do I, have I seen it? And have I been on the opposite end? Yes, I speak from personal experience. (laughs) Like people would try to use that as a control factor because that does work for some people. Like if you don't do this, we're not doing this. And you know, there's people on both sides. It's not specific to just men or women. There's people on both sides that would just, oh, okay, well I do that. Or they make decisions based upon that like oh i have to do this for her or we're not going to do this or i have to do this yeah. for him or we're not going to do that and that's where the problem actually ensues like going tit for tat yeah yeah tit for tat like that's where it becomes a power struggle and a control dynamic and that's where the issue arises everybody yeah. has their own moral code so you can't fault people if they think differently from you and that's where conversations have to be had yeah yeah, I agree. I think that that has become one of the biggest issues, especially like the whole like dating scene or whatever. Like people want some type of control, some type of like 
and I think the other problem is, man, I hate saying this out loud, but it's become a game to a lot of people. Like it's tip for tat, or like how long can I like hold out for this? Like not even it don't even gotta be sexual. It can just be a lot of other things like letting somebody come over. Yep. You know, yep. those, like how long can I hold out? I'm gonna make them wait, like you just said, Craig, like the 90 day thing. So then what are y'all thoughts on like the whole like uh like are y'all do you all feel that there should be a time limit, for example, like with sex, like some, I know that they say like after three dates, like some dudes are as men, they like after three dates, if they don't put out, then it's like not ever happening. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't have a time. Yeah. Time thing on it. I don't have a time because then that's me asserting some level of control. That's not fair to the other person. You got a girlfriend. Be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> My girl is long distance. Like, I got you. I got you. <laughs> But um, but <laughs> get myself together real quick. <laughs> That's my bad. I, I, I got you. you know? <laughs> no, but uh, I, I, you know, you just have to be careful it, it, when you set some type of limit. There's difference between you know having your own code or boundaries or whatever, and then you telling somebody, "Oh, this is third day. You gotta do this." Or I was expecting there. You, you got to curve your expectations to a point, but at the same time, you got to know when you're just being played or when somebody's using you for a specific gain or whatever, whether it's just attention, validation, car, whatever. But again, all that could be really washed away with just conversations. Communication is key. Yeah. Real thoughts, Craig. Do you think there's a time limit or time? Nah. Whenever y'all feeling it. If it's real, y'all y'all know it. Sex don't kill potential relationships as much as people would like to think. No, it doesn't. That or the, or even a lack of it, because I think people confuse sex and intimacy where they, they're all always, you know, together, where you could be intimate and not be completely sexually active. Yeah. That's just a different way of thinking. And again, you don't really want to fall. Talk about that a little bit more, what you just said, like there's a difference between sex and intimacy. Oh, yeah, sure. So what, what I've learned, and again, a lot of my knowledge is thing from either making the wrong decisions or talking to a lot of old heads in my family. So the, the reason why I have such a specific way of thinking with this stuff now is because I've seen what it looks like when I do what everybody else does or when I don't listen to the old heads because they be trying to give you some game and you'd be like, man, grandma... These women don't want no lemonade. Like, right. <laughs> no, and during well, she's not talking about no lemonade. No. Yeah. <laughs> or, or not but, even like the, the principle remains intact, whether it's lemonade or not. Right, exactly. <laughs> like they don't That's want this. <laughs> so the difference is, the difference is um, with intimacy is you can be intimate with your partner without engaging in sexual intercourse. And what I mean by that is, it's whatever stimulates you in that, you know, some people, you know, they, they, they slow dance with their partner naked. Some people is washing their partner's hair, taking care of them in some degree after a really hard day. And that's an intimate thing. It, it, it changes and it's different for every couple. Intimacy, the levels of intimacy and what people crave within that isn't the same thing. The, the, it, the thing I've seen and, and noticed with especially with people, our dating culture in our day and age, is a lot of us make that synonymous, like intimacy and sex are the same. Intimacy right. can include sex, 
um, but it, it it doesn't always require it. You make a great point there, Pat. Uh, Santiago. <laughs> I swear I'm not doing that on purpose. I know, bro. It's just, it's, it's you know, at some point we'll get it. I, I got to start actually speaking in Spanish too. That would help too on a podcast, like throwing little Spanish words here and there. Exactly. So I, I'm definitely going to uh, get on that, get on that more. What about you, Greg? I think that's, I mean, Patrick touched about Santiago, my bad. <laughs> touched on a lot of good good points. What, do you, what is your thoughts, Greg? Like, what is the, what do you define like intimacy? Like, especially as like a male that is single, I mean, yeah. and also going through the dating stage and process. Cause I know you just share like your situation with someone that you're talking to now, but. Uh, yeah, you know, it's early. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and by all accounts, I am single, but, um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of what Pat was saying, like not, not allowing it to just mean sex, uh, because like you said, intimacy could be, you know, like, like going for a walk, doing things together. Like, you know, I was dating an art major at one point and did I want to go to the art gallery? Not really. Did I go because she wanted to? Yes. And I made time for it. And, and I even enjoyed, uh, you know, a few things while I was there. So, I mean, because I knew it meant something to her for me to be there with her and for her to be there just in general, like, you know, it showed that I was thinking about her and that's what people like don't, uh, you know, they don't practice, you know, really, really showing that you're thinking about the other person and like that being the, the nexus of the, the intimacy. Gotcha. And um, sometimes y'all be thinking about each other and you have sex. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's really that simple and we just make things very complicated. Um, touch exactly. a little bit more, Craig Mack, on you said something that was really good. Uh, not, I don't want to call it a compromise, but you doing something that maybe you don't find enjoyable, but your partner does. You mm -hmm. know, touch a little bit more on that and why that's so important within a successful relationship. Yeah, because I mean, anybody can say that they they accept a person for who they are and like like that's like why you guys start dating or, or become official or whatever it is um and so like it's the actions behind it that prove that like oh like like oh like she's she's lactose intolerant let me make sure that there ain't nothing in like no milk or no dairy or anything in something that she's eating or, or might eat or in the dessert and you know like like right. just just going out of your way like like that's like those are the things that prove that so, but so that's what strengthens the relationship and y'all get that trust and the bond that makes you closer. Uh, and that's what builds true intimacy in your relationship. And that's why, you know, you guys have that back and forth and it's not, you know, like a scale, like I said, not going tit for tat. It's just as it comes, because there's going to be times when it's, you know, like it seems like a little more give than take and vice versa. And so, I mean, that's where, you know, you just gotta just make sure you're both doing your part. If I, I love that. I love that. No, you definitely did. I love. Yeah, I when I go on runs, response. I gotta check myself, bro. Because I, no, I, I, no, man, you always clean it up. And if you don't, I'm gonna check you. But the, I appreciate. I, that. I, don't, <laughs> I don't have to, man, because you always clean it up. You always, yeah. you know, loop it up with a nice little bow and everything. Um, you should do gift rafting next year. Gift rafting station. That's correct. <laughs> but no, uh, to 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 go off what you said, it's absolutely correct, and that's where for me, what I noticed the foundation and for what I've seen, you know, directly or indirectly, I should say, uh, 
that's where I've seen, you know, a lot of the stronger relationships where it's not so focused on 50-50 where, oh, I did this now, you do this. It's, you know, okay, well, I did this the last few times or he did this the last few times, I'm going to do this for him or she did this the last few times, I'm going to do this for her. It don't have to be the same exact thing. But as you said, just thinking about your partner and showing that. And that's why I differ in my, you know, philosophy is differentiating intimacy and sex because sex you can find anywhere you could get that anywhere you i mean you could pay for it if you want to you could give somebody 40 dollars and get it like <laughs> but but you can you can get it anywhere but when you develop that intimacy on a different level it it, it, it just it, it's different versus just well sex hit hit different bro yeah. make it more better so I have a follow-up question for you, Santiago, because you touched on something that I want to go back to. You are in a long-distance relationship. So how does that, you know, for advice to people who may be in a long-distance relationship, they may not be like your situation. Y'all across the world from each other, but they may be in a long-distance relationship. So how do, how, what advice can you give to those people who are in those type of relationships, like for intimacy and strengthenizing a relationship yeah, definitely so i'm gonna be completely 100 bro like it has not been smooth completely you know we have our bumps and the roads and stuff like that and i won't get into too much detail out of respect for you know my relationship my girl but we, we've we've had our you know you know ups and downs and part of it and what i would tell people is two big things communication and Un, uh, comprehension of that communication is key. Uh, you guys can't go to bed mad at each other. Y'all can't afford that at all. Uh, can't go um, what, the whole day without speaking. It's not the same. You can't navigate it the same way you would navigate a relationship um, that if the person was 20, 30 minutes away from you. Because in that you, you lose trust and you have to be very careful with that. that that's a hard thing is trust because i mean we're yeah it seems like we're far away but i actually looked up right it'd be no difference if like i was in virginia and she was in california it it, it just seems further than it actually is yeah it, 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 it's not too much of a difference man <laughs> okay i was like <laughs> all right okay <laughs> it's not down the street but i mean it's not down the street but when you say across the world it just yeah, makes to make it dramatic you know what i mean yeah but we're still in the same time zone more or less yeah <laughs> Walk outside, throw a rock, and hit her crib. I get you. Yeah, exactly, man. You know, I got that arm. I've been working out, so I can. I swear. Drew Brees. Um, yeah, oh, not yeah. I just gotta make sure I hit my targets, though. You know, and sometimes Brees. What'd you say? I mean, sometimes Brees don't be on point. You know. Uh, I, mean, I thought you made. I thought you said something else, boy. I was about to. <laughs> no, no, but um, so trust is the biggest thing, and the only way you get trust is by being, you know communicating and sometimes you could definitely over communicate that happens on both ends but if there's anything ever bothering you don't let it fester no matter how minuscule you think it is a simple conversation could could really help because you can see oh was i overthinking was this misunderstanding or this is an issue that needs to be checked and you know handled the other thing is watch who you talk to because if you're talking to the wrong people they're going to get into your head and 
you you'll be thinking something that it might not be or something that wasn't you know don't be a fool don't be stupid you know watch for the red flags and definitely address those red flags if you if you see that but be very careful about who you're seeking advice from and an opinion from with your relationship especially with long distance because you know there's just a lot of people who aren't really in your corner or they only can understand from their perspective which is also that part isn't really their fault if they only can see a certain perspective on it it's their perspective so if you knowing that you have to be careful and confident and content with your own relationship where if you see something that you're not liking you got to leave or you can talk to the person but you know every fight doesn't require some dramatic you know breakup and stay calm um, in, in those fights. Like it doesn't work if two people are yelling and screaming at each other it just doesn't. Somebody needs to be the level head and the voice of reason so you guys can get to a solution. Appreciate that, brother. Appreciate that. So yeah, I want to transition a little bit, but not too much. Let's talk about accountability in the sense of like when you are in the dating stages or also when you're talking to people. So I let Craig Mack talk about like accountability in a sense of like how you talking to somebody right now and you're like, mm. and I know you talked to other women um, before her and stuff <laughs> hey. like that. Not right, now. <laughs> Not right now, but I'm just talking about like even yes. since you've been dating. Hey. <laughs> oh. You've been dating, brother. Since you've been dating. Jeez. I'm just saying. Like, Put me out there like her. that. <laughs> I know you're talking to other women. I you know all it. these no. women, Craig. All these women. <laughs> I got to joke around. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I know you're not talking to anybody else, but I'm, I'm pointing out, like, when you have been talking in that talking stages, how do you hold your, the person you talk to accountable in the sense of there may be things that you don't agree with that come up? How do you hold them accountable in a talking stage? I think the most honest conversations happen earliest on. But, I mean, of course, some, some people put their best foot forward, but I think that people, they're not able to, like, position in creative ways like what they're looking to, to get across to you and what you ask them directly oftentimes they'll tell you straight on and a lot of people will over talk if you give them the floor to do it um so i mean you know i think i kind of just take a lot of things at face value till proven otherwise yeah because i feel like sometimes like when you're talking to people um oftentimes some people can be like nervous or scared to like check the person in a sense or correct them they can be even doing simple things like on their phone you know you what i mean what advice would you give people who are going out on dates because you have you have going out on dates and i know you personally but the audience you know doesn't know that you will you know that you'll speak up so how how can they speak up like for example if a girl was out on a y'all on a date she's steady on her phone and you're like dang like we're on this date so how would you correct her without like feeling like you're going to scare off or whatever um, it may be? Or do you even care about that's the off? That's the little bit of indifference. Like if that scares her off, not meant to be for sure. Hey, mm, go, go ahead. No, 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 you can comment on that. I got my same vein. Oh, no, no, bro. I, I, go ahead. I'll I, I wait. Go ahead, man. Yeah, because I'll tell her like, like I'll ask her if she has somewhere to be. One, That's the first thing. You got somewhere to be? Because if that's a call and it's an emergency, it's considered of me to ask. And in the same vein, if she's not and she's she over there swiping on Tinder, <laughs> like, <laughs> like like clearly I'm I'm not keeping your attention enough or you're just trying to get a meal paid for. And at that point, 
I'd rather have them wrap my food up to go and then we go Dutch. Yeah, I think that's a good point because in the, in the problem often becomes that people don't speak up for like how they feel. And I do, that's one thing like, since I've known you, uh, I do respect about your radio that, you know, when you, from what you told us, obviously like there can be things that come up and you're like, wait a minute, you asked the question first. And I feel like a lot of times in, in a dating stage or even in a relationship, people don't leave with a question to kind of like understand But it sounds like you leave, you always, from my understanding, leave with the question and then afterwards you follow up with whatever you have to say about right, it. Right, because not enough people take the time to like hang on somebody's every word, which I think, especially on a date of all settings, you should be doing. Mm-hmm. And so if you, if they say something that like is off or doesn't register properly or like doesn't make sense the first time around, always ask to like understand better because maybe they just kind of like had a word salad or they just kind of like threw the like a sentence together and it didn't come out the way they meant to get it across to you and at least you have you know you give them that opportunity to like correct or just to explain better to you so you understand um because i don't know any like i I see it a lot that people just like they they like that little ego boost that they get from like making somebody feel a little like awkward or something when they know that they're doing that and i don't think that that's exactly the same like on a date but like it's i think it's just a good practice to to make sure that you're asking better questions and understanding them better okay i I agree just seeking to understand what about you santiago i mean you've been on dates but you've also been in a relationship so how about you share like the, the two different ways that you've approached those situations from going on dates, being a single man to being in a relationship and addressing like your significant other. Yeah. So, well, um, I, I approach very similar to Craig with, with, um, with the question thing, because, you know, when I was first, first straight like fresh, fresh, you know, out of a, my high school sweetheart relationship and college and stuff, you know, fresh on the dating scene stuff, blah, 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 blah. You know, I had a situation come up and, you know, the girl was on her phone and instead of me asking, Hey, yo, is everything good? You know, what everything was not good. But instead of me, asking, I'm like, yo, we're like, we're on a date, put your phone away. But she had an emergency and she couldn't, she didn't know how to tell me like she had to go because she was having a good time, but it was an emergency. And you know, when people were like, Oh, you have to go, you know, they think you're lying because you didn't have fun. So she was like in her own battle of her own internal battle of how to handle the situation. And I didn't make things easier. Obviously, it was a misunderstanding. We can, you know, we talked about it and stuff like that and continue to date for the time that we did. But moving forward, that's exactly how I approached it going forward, because you just don't know what somebody else is going through. You, you, you can't just jump to conclusions it's like your truth isn't the truth. So hey, that one again, it's not that's... always that deep of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He preached oh, the church on he this preached. one. I, I say now, your truth, your truth is not the truth. Wow. <laughs> wow. Let the church say amen. Oh, amen, brother Pat, uh, brother Santiago. Proceed. <laughs> Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Uh, Hold the church. Uh, Holding church, no. So you, 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 the person who talks less and asks question more is a wise person and avoids altercations. 
So the more questions you ask with somebody, you do two things. One, you allow that person to get to, to the conclusion themselves where it doesn't feel like you're talking down to them while still getting your point across. You, you set up the questions to get them there without you telling them because people are more, I, I've realized, and myself too at times, if they get to the conclusion themselves and really realize like the behavior themselves wasn't acceptable and see your perspective through their own way of thinking, nine times out of 10, you don't have that issue going forward. And if you do, it's my bad. I know you don't like this. I'm still working on this. Right. Bingo. But when you constantly, oh, you do this and I don't like this, but you're, but you're not taking the time to ask questions of why they're doing this and why they don't think this is okay and why can they not see your perspective? You know, if you don't take time to ask the correct questions, it's going to be a, a con- consistent struggle. Maybe they might correct the behavior. Maybe they won't. If they don't, is it going to cause a rift in your relationship? You don't know. So when I'm dating, actually, in a relationship, I'm a lot more, I ask a lot of questions, too. That doesn't really, it just, my, it doesn't change. I don't really ever yell. That's the one thing. I, I The way I talk now is the way I've talked in any fight or argument, because, yes, it has that pissed off some people I've dated. Yeah, but it's just because again us both being upset it and yelling doesn't get the situation resolved i can say and get my point across and i can hear you without all the screaming so like in a relationship i play hey why are you yelling like i want to understand what you're saying but i'm not going to listen to you if you're yelling like you can say how you feel and i can help you navigate to that but you the yelling and screaming isn't needed it's all about a respect thing, but you got to respect that person's position and feelings without uh, compromising your own code. Yeah, there's a level of customer service that comes into play. <laughs> exactly. Just got to know how to navigate it and, you know, be smooth about it. And, you know, make sure you, you're doing the right thing by both of you. It's not one person relationship, it's two. Javon? Yeah, how do you handle it? Yeah, you ain't gonna get off. <laughs> King Javon, the, the people want to hear from you, bruh. Curbs build smooth. I know. I, I, <laughs> bro. So I would say that asking questions is always like the most important thing. Craig hit it on the point of like Ted, sorry. Literally, sometimes you're a question away from understanding. Um, I think oftentimes people don't do though, ask questions, but they don't actually listen. I used to think that like you know, really that they say like listening was a, asking questions was the first step. I also realized that no, it's really like listening. People don't listen anymore. They ask questions or they talk, but are they really listening to understand or are they just listening to like hear? Ooh, so you have say to say that. Be able to- <laughs> we got no, say that again, bro. Say I, that I, again. I that sense in my head before you said it. That's how I know we on the same wavelength. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you really got to listen to understand um, because oftentimes like, People are talking at someone. And I think that in relationships and dating, that's one of the uh, issues that comes mm-hmm. up. Like people are like, did you hear me? And you're like, yeah, I heard you. But then the next like hour, they back to doing the same behaviors or they doing the same thing or they back, like we talk about on the cell phone. Then in like 10 minutes, they're like back on their phone. But did you actually understand that it, this is something that's bothering me, but how are you correcting this behavior? I think that's one of the things like accountability comes in where people can hold somebody else accountable, but do they actually hold themselves accountable too? Like, I know that this may affect somebody. Like if you know that you're, like if you're in a dating situation 
if you know that something you do all the time bothers somebody, then why do it? Even if you're in a relationship or even if you're talking to somebody, if this person knows that it bothers you, then why do it? So hold yourself accountable too. I think that's one of the problems too. You can, I can hold, uh, you know, whoever I'm talking to or if I was dating someone, whatever, um, that person like accountable, but they have to hold themselves accountable as well. And they have to understand and listen to what I'm saying and then reflect on like their actions as well. Not just look at it as, yeah, like I'll change this, but are you really changing? So I got a question for you too, fellas. So we, we talked about, you know, from our perspective on this and everything, but what is something that helps y'all doing, you know, fights or disagreement uh, with your significant others that maybe <laughs> some advice, <laughs> some advice hey, that hey, you can. Hey. Me and Craig single, what you talking about? <laughs> I swear to God. Bro, when y'all had it, either in a day. I'm sorry, or when I was. <laughs> or the relationship world. What, is, what are some ways or things that, you know, that y'all could see that, you know, women can do where men don't shut down? Because a lot of us shut down in different ways when it comes to arcing. And we not as vocal as, you know, maybe us. Not all men are as vocal as us in different ways. Or they're not vocal the right way. Um, they're either overly emotional about a situation or they just don't know how to communicate how they feel. So what are some things that maybe, you know, women who are dating, you you can give advice to them, of like how to approach a subject that's bothering them or how to, how that, how like you guys were approached that made the situation easier, made you want to open up or talk with your significant other about a concern? I'll let Craig tackle this first. Yeah. Um, I don't even know that I would speak specifically well i guess i can speak from specific my ex experiences and examples but um just like when when something really is bothering you just over over communicating is better than not communicating at all mm. so mm. like if in just not like you said talking down to them don't like don't feel like you need to have that win by like oh i found something wrong with them that they do all the time that pisses me off like that's why you always do it and like because if you wait till then now it's now it's an even bigger problem it's definitely not getting solved and it's a hurdle and it causes a you know it, it damages the relationship all that thing that you like i was talking before all that they use the bonding and stuff that you tried to do before to yeah. strengthen it and tighten it now you're eroding that by by like playing the game like uh javon was saying so so really just like being being direct like hey like when you do this it makes me like therapy you know what i mean like when you do this it makes me feel like this could you please not do that like like in and just have an open forum because i'm sure there's something you do that makes them not all that excited <laughs> exactly none of us are perfect um, yeah and, and and give them ground to do that because if you if you try to just tell them like oh you suck at letting the toilet seat down when you're done using the bathroom and that's it. And you just want to dig into them. Cause that's the only thing wrong with them. Like give them an, I say, give them, you know, just a little eye for an eye. Like, Hey, is there anything that you want to let me know that like, like is bothering you because I don't want to make it seem like I'm perfect and you just be messing up all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll very much call sign that and say also, I think uh, one of the things that could also help uh, from a, male perspective towards women i'll say that not all women are overly emotional so i'm just gonna say some women who are very emotional if you are one of those people that are very emotional and you kind of just react off your emotions sometimes taking a deep breath taking a step back and even just writing down your thoughts before you present them because when you 
are truly like in that emotional stage. Like, is this really how you feel? Or is this really just right now in the moment of the emotions? Yeah. Uh, so rational, really rationalizing what you, you feel, what you're gonna say, sometimes like processing it. And then like Craig was just saying, like really coming up with, hey, like this is what bothered me. Don't text it. <laughs> Actually have a conversation, like literally call the person or if you're gonna see them, see them, but don't let it build up. I agree with um, Santiago, what he said earlier, do not go to sleep mad at the person that you're involved with or talking to. Actually had a conversation and deal with it even if it's a few hours later. Yes. Um, uh, I would say that's one thing that's worked for, you know, uh, my relationship because the, you, the unique thing is we've been talking dating for, for a while now. And the unique thing is we're only can really get the, like she flew, obviously y'all know that uh, she flew over to see me uh, uh, last year for a week and stuff. And we got to connect, you know, you know, on a physical level and stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, get to know each other like in person more, but that's really the scope of what it is for right now until something changes either way. So the unique, perspective I'm learning from that is I'm still learning, looking, learning to understand her and same thing with, you know, her for me. And it's only our tether right now is only through the phone. So for us, it definitely, we can't afford to go mad or be slamming the phone on each other because that's literally the only tether and currently the main foundation of our relationship. And you know, I, I, I took that for granted with people who I've been with, you know, in the past, you know, uh, being able to like, oh, well, I'm gonna go to sleep and she don't want to talk. She don't want to talk. And that's one thing I want to make sure to get across. Swallow your pride. And this is for men and women. Swallow the pride. If you really care about that person, as deeply as you say, swallow the pride. Don't go venting to another man about your about your man. Don't be going venting to another woman about your lady don't start that because that creates all types of divides within your relationship. And if you got to swallow your pride, it's not weak to do that. You know, it's all in a matter of how you do it. It definitely doesn't matter, but swallow your pride. Like, look, I don't want this to be, become a bigger issue where we don't talk about it. We go mad. Let's sit down and discuss. Like you said, King Jake Vaughn, if you know that you're a little bit more of an emotional person, um, you're, you're driven, you're, uh, you're impulsive. Take a step back. Hey, I want to talk about this, but right now I'm not in the right mind state. Give me some time. Can we talk about this later? And also, if you're one of those people who are like me, like, no, nah, I want to get this resolved now because I'm not trying to be having this conversation later. You have to compromise with your partner. If your partner is one, like, hey, I need to come back to this. And you're one of those planners that's like, hey, I just want to get this out. Let's just discuss it. So you got to compromise and find where the happy medium lies. Yeah. Because it is uncomfortable to have to wait to have a tough conversation. Ask anybody that's ever gotten like a, a note to go to the dean's office <laughs> later in the day. <laughs> you're going through three, four periods, sweating bullets like, what have I done? <laughs> you're like you're going through that and you're like did they find there's no way did, did that person snitch? and like there's no way they found out about that or, and overthinking they're ready to confess already <laughs> yeah definitely overthinking so is there any final thoughts that you guys 
Santiago, Craig Mack, any suggestions, anything that you all would say that people can do better in relationship now or in dating? I'll let you start off, Mr. Mack, and then we'll wrap yeah, up. Yeah, can I get the question again? What do you think, is there any suggestions that you feel uh, that people can do, like men more so, can do better in dating uh, now that you've noticed? And I'll go to Santiago next, uh, from a dating standpoint to a relationship standpoint too. What things would you end instead of are your suggestions? Mm -hmm. I would say for a single man, be, and it's, it's chiefly the same advice, but be forward, be, be deliberate and be honest and also listen really well because women like that. <laughs> and if you're in a relationship, be transparent, be, be vulnerable. Like she's not there to hurt. If she's your girl and she's with you, there's nothing you could tell her that she's just going to use to knife you in the back later. If you got the right one. I was going to make sure you said that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you added that little caveat. Yeah, if you don't trust her enough to do that, y'all probably don't belong together. <laughs> True. But I'm a single man. Y'all got to listen to me. No, nah, you got an interesting perspective, bro. Nah, yo. Because it is for single men. I mean, again, like I said, I was asking you from a single man's perspective, your advice to other single men. Yeah. What about you, Mr. Santiago? What is your advice to single men and what is your advice to men are in relationships? Um, single men, I'm just gonna keep it simple, co-sign with Craig. Just be direct, honest, honesty first, no matter what. Keep it honest. Uh men in relationships. make sure you realize that it's two people in there, but don't lose yourself in there. Um, don't get, don't become codependent. Um, still focus on your own goals and your own goals and stuff, but listen really well and ask the right questions to understand your partner better. Uh, I know my girl and I, it's <laughs> stuff that I don't know normally do. So I know you both going to like, well, King J you already know but like I, I had her take that love language test because oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't do that <laughs> stuff bro like I, i've never done that stuff but yeah I'm, you, what website is that you went on, went on cosmo huh no nah, i don't even <laughs> love stuff <laughs> oh y'all better be glad y'all in chicago because <laughs> i'm gonna have to come visit yeah i'm gonna have to come visit but uh no, you have to. Uh, no, we took a <laughs> we we took a love language test because I could think I know how to love her, how she needs to be loved, and and this just goes true for men. Know what you want, like know what you want, and don't settle, don't compromise that. But um, also understanding your partner goes deeper than just you know intimacy and sex. If you want more than that, so I had to learn how she wants to be loved, not how I think that she should be loved so i had her take her take that test the love language test i found out what her love language was it's a little interesting um, we had a conversation about that but it helped me understand more i asked different questions you know i'm more as you guys know of an analytical thinker and i and i ask some questions but you know my girlfriend she thinks differently she has a different mindset a way of thinking and you have to realize that everybody does not think like you they have different perspective and different way to process stuff. So it's again, navigating that and realizing there's two people in there and not losing yourself in the process. Completely agree. Um, last thing I would say for like single men, I'm agree with everything Craig said. 
but I'm also gonna say that make sure before you're like dating and dealing with like women, make sure that you have yourself together. Um, from your financial standpoint, um, from your emotional standpoint, because if you already like mentally messed up, then what are you gonna do with a partner? Like it's just toxicity on top of toxicity. Yeah. Also, mm. another thing, another thing I'll add is that uh, make sure that you focus. You pick in people deliberately that you're dating. Don't just be dating no female just for some sex. <laughs> Don't be just dating no female that you know that at the end of the day, if you know that you're one of those guys that want to be married or long-term things, don't date people that you're just doing temporarily. Date somebody long-term. Oh, and I have one thing to add to. Um, let go of your superficial preferences because some of the best relationships you could possibly have are for yep. some people that you never thought you would end up with. Yeah, a girl with a little bit of acne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with her. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You probably know how to cook, too. Yeah, uh, so that that is the last thing I want to leave off with you guys. Let go of these superficial preferences. Men and women both have it. It's not, you know, it's not exclusive to one gender or any gender. Men and women, they both have it. So, so let go of that and really open up yourself to, you know, being with somebody that, that, that stimulates you from a standpoint other than physical. Yep. I mean, physicality matters. You've got to be attracted to your partner, but that should be the number one thing. And the last thing I'll I think say, you made your point. Yeah. Last thing I'll say about from a relationship standpoint, make sure that y'all balance each other out. Make sure it's not just one of those relationships where it's like, take, take, take. Um, mm. We're pouring into someone, but not they're not pouring into you. Uh, make sure that y'all come together as like both whole. Don't just be in a relationship where you can't feel like you're investing in somebody and they're not investing in you because that happens so often. Yeah, don't be dating projects. Ooh. Uh, Craig said it also earlier, like be able to know like, things that your partner wants, even if it's something like some dairy, like you should know your partner, if you're dating someone and you're at that stage in a relationship, you should know what your partner like can and can't not like have, even if it's a small thing, like get to know them truly. Don't just base off the relationship off like sex and things like that, base it off like emotional um, and mental connection. So that's all I'll leave with. This has been the City Gents. We are out, this is King Javon. This is Santiago. I started luego. And Craig Matt. Night.